value-based means that uh, you get the most value out of the money that you pay for the stick. Oh, that's a good distinction. The most mm -hmm. value out of the money you pay. Great. I like that. There's a story inside every smoke shop with every cigar and with every person. Come be a part of the cigar lifestyle of Boveda. This is Box Press. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Box Press. I am your host, Rob Gagne with Boveda, and I am sitting next to Alexander and Dean from Xander Gregg, Nat Seco, and Epic Cigars. Thank you guys for joining me. Pleasure for having us. Thanks, Rob. Great to be here. This is going to be a little bit different episode. This isn't so much an in-depth interview like most of our Box Press episodes. This is going to be a discussion on value-based cigars. Where are they? What are they? What exactly do we mean by a value-based cigar? And then let's talk about when they're used and how we enjoy them. So to set the stage, most value-based cigars are price-driven to me. They have something to do with not hitting a super high price point, but what exactly does that mean as far as what we're thinking of as a value-based cigar. So what is it? It's a lower price point of a premium cigar. What do you guys think as far as the term value-based cigars? What's your definition? I think value-based cigars is the perfect term to describe a daily cigar, a daily stick. Um, it's meant to be inexpensive. It's meant to be consumed on a daily basis by regular cigar smokers. And uh, just people who, you know, do their jobs day to day on the farm or either outdoors, anything like that. Just, um, you know, having a stick in their mouth and just smoking it, enjoying the taste, smooth, um, everything like that. I think um, value based means that uh, you get the most value out of the money that you pay for the stick. Oh, that's a good distinction. The most mm -hmm. value out of the money you pay. Correct. I like that. So it mm -hmm. could be a value-based stick for somebody is 6 to $8 because for them, Correct. it's a good price point and they get the stick that they want. For other people, it might be, I gotta pay, if it's value, it's I got to pay less than 2 bucks or less than $5 for the stick in order for me to smoke it every day and feel comfortable with that. What about you, Dean? What do you think? I agree. And I think, Rob, you and I have spoke about this before. You know, it's that, you know, that lawnmower, you know, mowing the grass cigar or that bundle cigar that the guy comes into a retailer and on a weekly basis, he grabs grabs one or two bundles and he goes and it's for yard work, uh, maybe going on the boat. Even maybe some guys take I've been on the golf course with guys that, you know, will take a, a value based or a bundle, you know, two three dollar stick and that's what they like to have on the golf course even though they smoke you know 10 12 15 16 dollar cigars a lot of times but when they're on the golf course they prefer to have something they can toss down and sure and not worry about right so value-based cigars we're just going to set the tone that it's a price point we're not necessarily going to set the price point because that's subjective for everyone but we think in terms of like about five dollars or less right that's where most of our bundle sticks are going to reside for sure, probably under 10 bucks a stick. Definitely. definitely so under. we're looking at anywhere from 2 to $5. We're going to kind of call it a value-based cigar. Now, what makes up 
that value-based cigar and how does that compare to either being classified as a non-premium cigar or as a premium value-based cigar so we have to look at things like price which we've already established we have to look at things like the filler is it machine made what type of tobacco are we using some terms that come up with this that i see also in your catalog is picadura picadura tobacco and cigar aficionado has a glossary which they've labeled this as it mainly is using machine made cigars picadura or short filler tobacco consists of chopped scraps of leaves short filler burns a little quicker and hotter than long filler a number of cigars are made by hand with a blend of short and long filler. These are also known as mixed fill cigars or Cuban sandwiches. So it's kind of, there's a lot in that because like I said, we have to look at a lot of different components. The price, the filler, is it machine made? Is it partly machine made and then finished by hand? What do you guys think as far as that value-based stick? Well, there's, and I'll uh, certainly let Alex uh, jump in as well. There's, you know, you go from, you know, homogenized binder filler combinations, which are machine made to hand laid wrapper on the cigar after, or you've got, you know, the Cuban sandwich, which, which can be a mixture of short and long fillers in the, in the, in the filler and then with the binder leaf and then, and handmade as well. So what is homogenized wrapper or binder? Homogenized. That's a good definition of homogenized. Is that the type of they take scraps and kind of press it into a, a fiber which they can then wrap the tobacco Correct. in? Yeah. And okay, so now we have another layer. So we have basically a created fiber, mm-hmm. all natural, all tobacco, yeah, all tobacco. but mm-hmm. it's chopped up tobacco, then pressed, almost like they made the way they make paper. And now we're using that as the binder, and then we're going to take an actual tobacco, a full tobacco leaf and wrap it on the outside. Correct. That's right. Yeah. And we have probably short filler or mixed filler on the inside. Uh-huh. So when they say full, like full long filler, that just means there's no chops yeah. in there other than when they break off the end possibly Correct. and put a small portion to fill out the cigar. But for the most part, we got long shoots of tobacco. Mm-hmm. Straight leaf, yeah. Mixed filler is where we have chopped up tobacco inside. Mm-hmm. Correct. Got it. So we're breaking this down, trying to get all the pieces into it. I still am wrapping my head around what makes a cigar a value stick and not a premium stick. Is it that short filler to it, that chopped up filler primarily? That That's the primary difference between, between short fillers and long fillers. Short fillers are more um, cut up. It, it, they use typically the same tobacco. It's just um, the process of making it is different. It's chopping it up, bunching it, and then rolling it with the binder and everything like that. And I should say, but, we are actually going through a blind taste testing right now. We have three cigars we do. from the Nat Seco line. Mm-hmm. We don't know what we're smoking, and we're just going to talk about whether or not we feel like the flavor from this is comparable to what we smoke in premium long filler cigars. So are we still enjoying this cigar and do we like the flavor of it? Because it's it's these are all labeled as value-based sticks. Now Dean and I don't know what they are. Alexander does. I do. We don't want to know anything about it. You'll fill us in on what the, the construction is. Uh-huh. But what do you guys think so far? Right now, 
This sick for me is hitting me right where my palate is. Medium. It's got a good flavor to it, uh-huh. and it's actually consistent right now, mm-hmm. which sometimes I feel like the notion in short fillers that it's not consistent. Yep. But I'm I'm going to test whether or not we can get consistency at least halfway through these sticks and still enjoy them. The look at the burn. The draw is fantastic. Um, you know, medium flavor, not strong. The draw is perfect. The burn is perfect. And, you know, I don't know what it is, but it's good. <laughs> And uh, yeah. and I haven't smoked any of these before. It's kind of so. got that yeah. creamy, leathery mm-hmm. flavor for me. It's very smooth. Yeah. It's going down quite nice. I have no sharp notes palate. on my palate. No. It's very pleasurable. I would hand this to anybody who's never smoked before mm-hmm. and not feel bad about them having mm-hmm. a bad experience or a really sharp or shocking experience to their palate. Mm-hmm. On my palate, it just coats it well. Yeah. And I know I'm smoking, to me... A premium cigar this isn't like a cigar that i would say um was necessarily neglected or doesn't have flavor to it it's not it's not flavorless at all it has great flavor yeah. for me mm-hmm. that i like what, what i'm getting from this is very consistent flavors very smooth jaw and uh, i think that has to do with the short filler and how it's uh there's space between the fillers for air to pass by and you know create a smooth jaw for the smoker yeah it's i'm not working the draw at all it's it's just very smoking well dean you said it's got a great burn it's razor sharp for me on this end ash tells it all yeah right and and listen you like you know for me the draw is is almost where it starts and finish finishes because you know i've smoked premiums that you know the, the draw is too loose or too tight and and when you can put something together and I'm not sure which one this is, but I have an idea of what what the price point is because I, I know the products. And to me, if you get a smooth draw and an amazing burn and, and great flavor, I mean, that's a value. You know, there's right. all kinds of value in this. So. So let's let's ask the tough question. Can you still have a value stick and it be considered a premium cigar? Why not? It may be it may and be why? premium. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't want to say the definition or what we, people determine as the definition of a premium cigar. Normally, it's that, you know, long filler, binder, wrapper, all handmade, you know, not. But we're using but, if we're using premium right. tobacco, like it's coming Correct. from the same plant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's premium ingredients, yeah. premium tobacco. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. is it still a premium cigar right. or is it a is a value stick different? I think the distinguishment between uh, premium cigars and um, short fill um, daily sticks is the short filler versus the long filler. Like you said, it's just the cut between the short filler is different than the long filler and it creates a different experience, different experience for the user. And I think that that has a lot to do with the distinguishment between what's premium and what's Okay, let's talk stick. about construction then. Okay. So when we're, how do we build a value stick? One, we're looking at a short or mixed filler, right? That's where we're going to save some money because we can't, the plant has already been cut up and possibly used, you know, a big portion of it for the wrapper or a big portion of it for the binder, or you've used a big portion of it for the filler. Mm -hmm. Now we have these scraps that are left over that are still great scraps and we mix them together. So now we have, instead of taking each cigar and going, okay, do we have 20% this tobacco, 20% that tobacco, 20% this tobacco. 
Now we're taking big bulks of scrap and saying, we have 20% of this scrap and 20% of that scrap, and then we mix it all together. We're hoping to get the ratio that's the same as a long filler in the short filler, right? Correct, but doing percentages of uh, cuts in the short filler, it's never gonna make up for the long filler draw and the taste because at the end of the day, whenever you're smoking a short filler, like right now, I'm getting little bits of, you know, remains in my mouth. And that's going to happen with a short filler. It's it's uh, you can't go away from that. You're smoking a short filler. It's cut. So the long filler really um, doesn't have that. I mean, right. it depends on the cut. It depends on how the person cuts the cigar. But uh, at the end of the day, the premiums are more smooth because it's just flowing right through the individual strands rather than cut up amounts of tobacco leaf, you know? More smooth in flavor or more smooth more in draw? Sm- in draw. In draw. In draw. Okay. I think because in think flavor, I'm getting I'm I'm getting great flavor. Yeah. It's not I'm not all of a sudden like oh I must have burned yeah. through a different leaf. Mm-hmm. I'm well, not getting I, that at and all. And I think another component you know that we haven't touched on is obviously the wrapper that's going to be used is is not going to be that grade A. I mean there's this is a I mean this is a beautiful wrapper. It's got great color texture and you know. But, but certainly when it comes to choices of purchasing the wrapper leaf in bulk for a value-based cigar, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna purchase the most expensive. Is most wrapper. of the wrapper though aesthetic from not from the standpoint of that it doesn't de- deliver any flavor, but if you're going to charge twelve dollars for a stick, they should all look the same. No blotches of Correct. like slightly this one little tiny spot got a little under fermented or this that or the other thing because there's natural things that are happening to this plant and mm-hmm. if it doesn't fully get fermented it could be then considered not a premium grade for premium sticks but would be great for a value stick because it still has the flavor mm-hmm. it just doesn't have the aesthetic yeah correct and that, that's where uh premium comes into play uh another amazing thing about premium cigars is um the quality control behind it sometimes you get um i mean leaves vary from different colors different textures stuff like that so whenever um you have a whole bunch of cigars in front of you and you're trying to sort them out and put them into a bundle or a box you have to pick the ones that all look similar to each other right rather than they go let's say one's a little darker than the other it's going to look a little weird in the box right so you have to get a consistent look out of all the cigars. Yeah, because they color the boxes to make mm-hmm. sure they right, all look correct. similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have filler. We talked about the wrapper. We still have a binder mm-hmm. in this, and it could either be natural binder, right? Uh-huh. The the non-homogenized, right. the non-man-made. Yeah. Um, or I guess it shouldn't be man-made, but non-chopped up and then compressed. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So we could have still a good binder and still a full-leaf wrapper. Right. Uh-huh. We always typically have to have a full leaf wrapper, wrapper, or are there still wrappers that are homogenized? Well, there's complete machine made, exactly. Yeah, because so. like I'm thinking of some of the like plastic tipped cigars, those wrappers are cut up tobacco that's pressed. Mm-hmm. So again, yeah. that would be on the value based. But yeah. to me, this is a, like the next step up to mm-hmm. that, right? Because you have a full tobacco leaf creating the wrapper. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, so that's the makeup. So I still answering the question, is there a difference between value cigars and premium cigars? Yes, construction wise. 
Correct. But the same components are all there. And they're also using premium tobacco. So I think there's a kind of a gray area here where it's premium value. Yeah, it is. It is actually premium premium value for the daily sticks. And uh, like we've discussed here, um, the only difference is the cut of it and the construction of it. The flavor is pretty much consistent throughout it. Um, I'm getting amazing draw from this and the flavor is actually pretty nice, medium. Um, it's coming, it's hitting my palate pretty good and I'm enjoying the stick. Do we lose? So once we go into value cigars and we have to use cut up tobacco as the filler, do we lose some of that complexity that long filler builds? I think whenever you cut up tobacco, it does take away some of the consistency and some of the complexity that comes with the premium cigars, uh, with the long fillers. And, um, what I think the biggest thing is with um, the differences between long fillers and short fillers is um, the long fillers just has a smooth kind of um, the flavor carries out from the top all the way to the to the tip wherever you're inhale um, getting it from taking it in from and um, short fillers is just mixing all the flavors coming back so it's, sure. The long fillers, I would say, is pretty more, uh, pretty much more cr- consistent in flavoring and jaw and all that. But short fillers are pretty close. What do you think, Dean? Well, depending on the the makeup of your of your you know your short filler or picadura, you could have a mix of Dominican, Nicaraguan, Cameroon, San Andreas. The makeup so, is complex, but yeah. is the flavor? The like the complexity out of a premium cigar can do a lot of different things. You can have spicy on the sides, tanginess. You can have sweet and salty on the front. You can have kind of a muted, this uh, back tone of, you know, kind of bitter or tangy mm-hmm. on the back. So are we going to have that with a short filler or a value-based cigar? Yeah, I think you, you'll get that. You think and, you can? It, you can, depending on what, you know, the combination of what's what they're using in that filler. Um, you know, if they're using a lot of... Uh, you know, even even leftover wrappers that may end up in there or binder leaves that may end up inside a, you know, in a short filled cigar. You may get a combination of sweet, sour, pepper, spice, just, you know, really depends on what's what's going in there. And I haven't done a lot with with the short filler cigars. You know, I've seen them made a lot because even out of our factory, the, there's companies that do a lot of those. And uh, I think they they tend to manage what goes into those specific blends and lines as I'm right sure. so they're still worried about okay there's x number of cameroon going into the short filler right there's you know enough of this nicaragua uh viso mm-hmm. going into there so there is still a, a chemi- like a recipe correct. for all mm-hmm. of these right. and that's how we're able to create different types of value-based cigars mm-hmm. but let's so i like this okay i would vote this in my humidor I would say yes to this cigar. I would smoke this. What is it? This is the Nicaraguan Rejects. Nicara- Nicaraguan Rejects Correct. by Nat Seco. By Nat Seco. What do we have for a makeup here? Okay, so our filler is 100% Nicaraguan filler, tobacco filler. Uh, the binder is an Indonesian binder. And uh, the wrapper is a Habano wrapper. What we're smoking right now is a natural. So it has a lighter shade of a Habano wrapper. And uh, that's going to give us that really m- mild to medium smoke. 
Yeah. You don't get that too full body. No, I'm, it's not full body. In yeah. fact, this what on my tongue, it's hitting me on the tip, on the on the front, that kind of mm-hmm. salty sweet and a little bit of spice. Yeah. Just not. I don't ha- sense a lot on the back where the back is where you get that kind of full body, that full strength that's usually hitting you on the back of the tongue. And I don't get that on this. That's why I think it's palatable for anybody to smoke yeah. it. Yeah. It's a good introduction cigar. Great. So oh. this cigar is the Nicaraguan Rejects Correct. from Nat Seco. The yellow band. Yep. The yellow what's band. The, what's the price point of that one? Yeah, now? what is the, yeah, great the point. MSRP. Retail about $5. Five dollars retail. Just, uh, even I mean, it it depends for obviously retailers. state tax and all yeah, that stuff. State tax. There. Some retailers price it up, you know, to make their money. Some, okay. Some price it lower to get the customers. So you know, there's a there's a range of probably like four, five, six. Could go Perfect. anywhere. Probably five. Five dollars, give Medium. or take a dollar or two. Yeah. Great. Right. Let's start with the next one. Awesome. We're on to our second stick. And now this is totally different. I got more spice on the immediate draw. And let's look at the, uh, so this, and I, I haven't smoked this. I have no idea what it is, but construction is, you know, it's sort of a semi-box press. Yeah, it's kind of a know, rounded box rounded press. Rounded box press. Uh, the wrapper is super, like, rustic looking, and yep. it's got a that grainy sort of feel to it. Yep. And, a uh, little older vibe to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. 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 Kind of. Some of the veins are prominent in some areas. Some of the veins are very minimal. Almost, you can't even see the line of the tobacco being wrapped around. Mm-hmm. In other areas, you can totally see, you know, where the split up is. So, yep. very. Still, is this? Well, we don't know if this is long. Some long, some short. Probably a so, little mix. Of okay. Both. So all of the ones that were lied down here were short fillers. So these are everything value- we're smoking is short filler. Everything that we're smoking here is short fillers. These are our value-based cigars, and um, what I'm getting out of this is, like you said, it's it's a little spice on the tongue at first. So, yeah, yeah, I know what it is. Of course, he can say that with confidence. <laughs> of course, you're tasting spice on the tongue. I know what it is. Dean, what do you think of it? Same thing. Much more flavor, right off the the light um, on the palate and. Sort of earthier tones, a little drier, yeah. uh, a little bit of pepper. It's yeah. nice. Even the smell off the foot, mm-hmm. you can smell the strength a little bit different. And the draw, the draw, the draw is amazing. Yeah, the draw is you not know, hard at and, all. And it feels, you know, the cigar in your hand a lot of times will, will tell you about a cigar even before you light it. You know, you pick it up, you you feel the weight of the cigar, the how solid the construction is. I mean, it feels... You know, it's, like it's a not solid, squishy. No, not at all. It's, no, it's not squishy. Yeah. So another good question in this area is, do you have to sacrifice quality for value? I don't think that um, that's a big play in uh, daily sticks because daily sticks are short fillers and short fillers are constructed of the same leaves that we make to the long fillers out of it's just a different process of making it different process of making the filler uh the binder and the wrapper and uh it, the, the construction is um different throughout making it the manufacturing process but um i think it comes out to 
like we've been like we've been saying this whole time it's um what you get for your money out of it so it's the value-based stick so you're not having to sacrifice quality because we're saying there's quality ingredients in here correct same stuff that's made with the long filler it's just constructed a different way that's correct when it's constructed a different way we can appreciate still the flavor Mm -hmm. and get those nuances that we want out of it but we don't have to pay the high price exactly for that long filler that handmade time are any of these cigars partly machine made or are they all still handmade these cigars are partially handmade partially machine made so that's another area that we can add value right the more hands we have touching the cigar the more expensive it's going to be so we have to understand that there's part of this that could be machine made filler mixing and then binding it and then at the end they could even machine the wrapper on there or they could choose to go hand uh-huh. placing the wrapper on there by hand yeah so overall um so yeah no sacrifice in quality per se but a sacrifice in time management, time management people exactly. having man hours on each cigar the quantity of it you can yeah. produce more out of short fillers and daily sticks than you can with premiums so yeah. partially having them machine machine made is saves a lot of time on the manufacturing side right and that's where fillers. we pass this cost savings yeah. on so for this particular one particular one it's um the filler is machine bunched Okay. So the the short filler is machine bunched, and then the rest of it, the binder and the wrapper is hand rolled for this particular cigar. I'm getting, and I don't really know how to particularly say it because the other one was more leathery, creamy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm getting more of a, I want to say Nicaraguan tobacco strength, like a strength right. of like, there's that tanginess to it mm-hmm. but it's not overpowering in the pepper sense but it's it's got that tanginess yeah. that Nicaraguan tobacco reminds me of yeah it's a broad taste it's a nice right. little uh, bold taste actually I should say a little more on the medium side a little darker than the uh, the Nicaraguan reject natural that we just smoked just a hint a little, mo- a little bit more wise. bolder yeah strength yeah. wise absolutely yeah. sitting the palate nice i don't know if i would give this to somebody that has not smoked cigars before uh-huh. that'd just be my personal preference because i i like the other one better for somebody who has never smoked but if you are yeah. a regular cigar smoker and you want to experience you know just a great tasting stick i would give them this mm-hmm. yep I, i'm impressed <laughs> because you know obviously they're in our portfolio so you know when I'm traveling and you know, I can offer these cigars to, to our customers and retailers. So, and you've I, never I smoked this before. I haven't, I haven't even, <laughs> I've been so busy, you know, traveling and, and really, uh, ramping back up, you know, the Epic sales and, and telling people about the relationship with Epic and Nat Seco that I haven't had a chance to go through all the, the sub premiums. I've smoked all the premiums because Nat Seco has, you know, they have five different premiums as well. Right. Um, that are all made in Nicaragua. So, do you, you think know. this holds up to long fillers, flavor-wise? Yeah, it does. In what way? It just—it's got a lot of flavor. Once again, the construction, the burn is great, and 
And I, I, I yeah. like the the wrapper is super cool. I don't know what the wrapper is. I'm sure Alexander's going to tell us, but it's just got that rustic sort of cool look and feel. And there's no band on it, but I'm like, I think a band would take away from this right. this cool looking wrapper. And and I like the I like the box press concept of it. You know, the soft box press. I, I think bands give a, a little bit of a misconception to people because people expect something different the second they see the brand compared sure. to whenever you're seeing an unbanded smoke you're like okay what is this i'll give it a try you become more optimistic um you're you know uh, are you changing you your senses too let's talk about that let's talk about having the band on a cigar you could ha have an experience with a cigar and with that band being on there is there a perception a flavor or experience that you're subjecting that cigar to. So for instance, I smoke a cigar from X brand and I liked the complexity of it. It was unique. It had several different flavors. It hit my tongue differently in, in the right spots and I enjoyed it. I pick up a different cigar, but of the same company and I smoke it and it doesn't have the complexity that I was expecting but the cigar was not constructed to be complex. It was constructed to be smooth and creamy the whole way through. Have I, and I, and let's say I didn't like the smooth and creamy because I was expecting complexity. Have I just ruined my experience? I think uh, people ruin their experience by setting expectations that are above and beyond what the actual cigar gives. Because people think, um, they look at a large brand and they're like, oh, this ought to be good. This has to be good. But sometimes in production, cigars aren't always good. There's always, you know, a stick or two that isn't up to par, you know, in manufacturing. You can't quality control every single one. Um, and I think that, um, you know, the these cigars, we try to keep the quality at par with the long fillers. We try to keep them as close to premiums as possible to get the maximum experience out of the user smoking it. What do you think, Dean? Well, it's, it's you know, to your point, it's you, you put the band on the cigar, you, you know, we've all smoked cigars that maybe haven't met up to our expectations just because of, you know, they're marketed or they're top 25 or top 10 cigars chosen by whether it be a blogger or a magazine and so on and so forth so i think there's always going to be that uh perception of what you think you're going to get and you don't always get that and then it's like i've picked up different cigars that, that that i've made that i've blended over the years and for some reason or another you know i pick up my corojo one day and i'm smoking and i'm like it just doesn't it doesn't taste right it doesn't taste good to me might have been what I ate that night or that morning or the day before. It might be you, not yeah, the cigar. Right, it right? may be me and not the cigar. So I think it's you know it's always important to to when you're having. And here's another example. I'll give you. Uh, one day I was smoking the the Epic San Andreas at a friend's place. We we're having a couple beers in the morning. I'm not a big IPA guy, but he was. So that's what he had in his fridge. So I'm sitting on the patio and sipping this IPA, and I'm smoking the Epic San Andreas. I keep looking at it. I'm like, this is just doesn't taste right to me. So I keep smoking about 10 minutes in. I'm like, no, I said, try it. And I hand it. And I don't, you know, I don't normally share a cigar. I wiped it off. And I'm like, listen, taste this. Tell me if there's something wrong. He tasted, no, he said, taste, tastes great. 
I'm like, okay, I went in the house and then, and then I, fig- I figured it out. I went in, grabbed a coffee, came back out, put the, put the IPA down. But the, there was so much hops in this IPA that I was drinking that it completely threw my Throughout palate the off yeah. and the flavor of the cigar for me. But it was, you know, it wasn't what you were expecting. Not at all. And so, you know, some some pairings don't work. It's you, know? you. Yeah, it's, it's you, it's, it's not more the cigar. you. Yeah, not the cigar. So. so that's interesting because that's kind of what I was trying to say before is like your perception, what you wanted to experience from the cigar can skew it. And sometimes a band can create that. So it's kind of fun, like you said, Alexander, to pick up a cigar and not know necessarily what, you know, there's no band on it. Yep. So we're just smoking it and mm-hmm. seeing if we like it. Yep, correct. So what, what is this cigar? That this is smoking? the original Rejects. The this original the Rejects. the original cigar. This is the original Nat Seco cigar in 1965. This is Nat one of Cico, the two lines. 1965 original Rejects. Yes, sir. Is this... The natural, the this this is the natural. So it's you have in, it in Maduro as well. We do have it in Maduro, and uh, it's all Nicaraguan tobacco. Um, it's all um, the the filler is actually Dominican, uh, and it's machine bunched, hand rolled, uh, Nicaraguan binder, and it, it this is a Connecticut fill uh, wrapper, and for the Maduro we have a darker. Wrapper oh, for look it. how cool! Yeah. Like that doesn't look like a Connecticut wrapper. No, it doesn't look like a Connecticut wrapper. Super cool. Yeah. And I just ash, but it had a comparable length in ash. Dean, you did too. Yeah. That rivaled any long filler tobacco. I didn't feel like it it was going to all of a sudden lose its ash. It's actually pretty. Yeah. Yeah, Unless you cut this open, you're not going to know. Right. Yeah. And, you know, usually they say um, the critiques about, you know, cigar smoking and stuff. They're like the ash defines the construction of the cigar and you know if it's all loose and you know the ash drops it's not right. really a good i'm not having that with these no, solid cigar what's the price point on this retail i would say around like four dollars four dollars yeah. give or take give or take got it one two four bucks you know. yep. got a value-based cigar all nicaraguan connecticut oh sorry all nicaraguan filler connecticut wrapper what was the binder on it again Dominic, uh, the filler is Dominican. Filler is Dominican. Nicaraguan. Right. Nicaraguan. The binder is um, Dominican. The binder is Dominican. Nicaraguan okay. filler. We got a little confused there. <laughs> Dominican <laughs> binder. Got it. Nicaraguan filler, Dominican binder, loop. and a Connecticut for our wrapper. wrapper. Correct. All right, let's get into the next one. All right, this is our third cigar. Lighten it up. It's value-based cigar. I think the outside wrapper, now this, out of all three of them, this wrapper rivals any premium cigar wrapper. It does have some veins in it, uh, but for the most part, it's wide. It is pretty darn consistent, and the cap is very similar to what you find on a premium stick. So what we have here is just some mixed filler, short filler. This is short filler, correct? Um, this one is um, right off the bat. I'm getting a little bit of a tangy taste. A little where, spice. Where in your tongue? Top of the tongue. Just instant, a little bit of tanginess, a little bit of spice. Tastes good. Yeah, this one's hitting me on the top and the sides. That tangy kind of 
Yeah. As- acidic. It's more acidic than the other brands. And that has to do with something that I'll tell you after. Perfect. <laughs> so, you know. We'll so now that. let's talk Good. about like, we've talked about value-based cigars, how to make them, what they're constructive, what we think they are on a, on a scale of price. When are we going to enjoy these cigars? We've talked about people that smoke regularly, but there's also a time and a place for these, I think, in situations where you don't necessarily have to worry about smoking the whole thing down to the nub and you might be camping or you might be boating or you might be doing an activity. You might be working out in your garage. You might be, heck, just at a function where not everyone's an experienced cigar smoker. So you still get that, hey, thanks for bringing the cigars. Thanks for letting us sit around a campfire and enjoy a premium stick. But yet you didn't break the bank on a $300 box of long filler and premium sticks and Everyone smoked half of it and put it out, and you just look around the campfire and go, oh, boy, I just wasted $150 right there. So I think there's a time and a place for this. I think, too, like on a a weekend where I'm going to be doing a bunch of different things, I don't always have the opportunity to light up a premium stick and and sit and enjoy it, but I still want to smoke a cigar. I still want to enjoy a premium stick. I'm going to go and reach for this value stick and still enjoy my favorite hobby. And not have to worry about ruining it. And that's what dailies are amazing for is because people who smoke daily, who have been smoking daily, don't really want to break the bank. And that's a huge factor because you don't want to pick up a $150 box and, you know, you're going through five cigars a day. Right. You know, some people do that. Some people go through five cigars a day. And um, it's just it's too much uh, for some people. And, uh, you know, the these are amazing quality sticks. And people enjoy them. Absolutely. So when would you prefer to smoke a value stick versus a premium stick? Like when exactly are you going to reach for that value stick in your humidor? Because you already know you're probably going to put some in your humidor, right? You've made that decision. You see the value of having a few in the humidor. When are you going to pick it up? Uh, A lot of times just when you have, you know, get togethers, you're going boating with a bunch of guys or you're going to go tailgating, you know. Right. That's that's when you grab a, grab that bundle to go, and because you know everyone's going to want a cigar as soon as you light up one, so you're the, <laughs> you're times, the high, highlight of the party yeah. because you brought all the cigars. Exactly. You bring a bundle, and and sometimes I'll bring a bundle and still smoke my own. But um, but yeah, th- those are the situations where you you've got big groups of people, and you know, and whether they smoke or not, everyone's still going to enjoy a cigar. Maybe cold outside. It's in the fall. You're tailgating in New York or Pennsylvania, and and, uh, you know, or you're mowing the grass, you know, you're working in the yard um, or just, you know, boating with a bunch of friends. And, you know, 80 percent of them aren't smokers. But as I said, as soon as you as soon as you light up that cigar, everyone people, wants one. Everybody wants one. People so, smell yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. It smells good. Like, oh, it smells good. And this tastes good. So it's not it's not like you're handing somebody yeah. a, a bad stick. Mm-hmm. You're just taking the time and effort out of making a premium handmade cigar. Exactly. Again. And again, beautiful ash, great draw. Yeah. And it's, you know, for the price point. Cost efficient. That's the word for it. So now the question is, and we kind of did it, would you know it's a value stick or would you not know? I and think what's the dead giveaway if you do, if you say you know? If I just handed you this cigar and it said, hey, man, this is brand new on the market. 
Love this cigar. Try it. Guy smokes it. Yeah, I liked it. It was great flavor. Oh. Was it short filler? Was it long filler? Could you tell? The experienced smoker can definitely tell because you get a lot of uh, tobacco coming into your mouth with the short filler. And that's just grand with every short filler. What about flavor wise, though? Flavor wise, very consistent. If it wasn't for the dead giveaway um, for the experienced smokers, because experienced smokers can tell. Um, but for the new new smoker, I don't think that they would tell. I think they'd just be like, wow, this is a great flavor in my mouth and very consistent. That's a good question. Can you can you pick out, get a buddy, do a short filler or mix filler and a long mm-hmm. filler and see if you can tell which one's which? Unband them. Unband yeah. them. It's a good test. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if I could tell. Yeah. I have a hard time saying like, okay, uh, I know this is short filler because of the flavor profile. I don't know if I could say that. Yeah, what I've found, you know, on all three of the cigars, they're all good and they all have flavor, but they haven't sort of left anything sort of lingering on my palate. And even on the retro hell, there's not that. And you think that's characteristic of short filler? I think so. It's not lingering the flavor. I think so, but I could be wrong as well. Uh, That's just, you know, what I'm experiencing. And, uh, you know, it would be cool to do a complete blind and line up three different, you know, two premiums or three three premiums and one short filler Another video idea um and and see you know see what see what you think but uh for me i think that's 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 sort of the a, a bit of a giveaway for me is i'm i'm not getting that lingering flavor or taste or there's not much on the retro hail but there's flavor there but it's just not it's not sort of staying with me and i find see when i mash my tongue on the roof of my mouth after drying i can still taste the cigar i'm not picking up the the necessary i'm not saying that i I think it's there i i can taste a lingering flavor Mm -hmm. is it as pronounced as maybe like a long filler maybe not maybe that's the key and well on the other side of things this is my you know i had two cigars earlier today as well so you know i I think that's going to affect as well what what we're getting now what we're experiencing is is obviously going to be diminished because you know, we've been smoking since palate, since this yeah. morning. So, but the fact that we're still getting flavor right now in this cigar is great, and the draw, yeah. the construction, the burn again, it's fantastic. So, the ash is solid. I thoroughly enjoyed this just because. Well, we should. What are what are we smoking here? We are smoking the Cuban Legends. This is the Cuban Legend. Yes, sir. So it's mixed filler. What kind of binder do we have, or so what kind of filler we have, do we have? Uh, the filler and the binder are all Nicaraguan tobacco, 100% Nicaraguan. Okay. Um, and the wrapper is an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. So this is what I was talking about with the tangy and the spicy taste Got in, the, it. in the beginning, touching the tongue. That's coming from that it's Ecuadorian. It's from the wrapper. Ecuadorian Sumatra. 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 Very interesting. Yep. You're getting those flavors that are characteristic of those leaves. Still coming out of this yeah. value-based cigar. I didn't know it was Sumatra wrapper, and as soon as he said it, I you know I, I realized because it's funny that the first cigar that I produced back in Turks and Caicos we spoke about this morning was a Sumatra wrapper, Indonesian sure. Sumatra wrapper, Dominican. Uh, Is that a very palatable wrapper? Just very easy. Yeah, light it's stuff easy, light, for smoke, people to grab onto. Easier to look at. Um, and yeah, it's generally a, a lighter 
a lighter smoke. Now, you know, it also depends on what you what you're gonna use inside, how much you know, Lijero uh you're gonna put inside that cigar as well. But but yeah, generally Sumatra's from my experience has been a lighter cigar. What's the price point? Revolving around four to five dollars. Four to five bucks. Yep, give or take one, two dollars. You got me convinced. There's a spot for them. There is. And, and I don't buy off. any of them. Yeah. I've never bought, necessarily seeked them out to buy a value-based stick. But now I will be because it still has what I want. The mm-hmm. flavor, consistency. I won't feel bad when I have everyone over to my house. <laughs> and they all smoke half of them. Yeah. Just giving them out. Yeah. Yeah. So all of these cigars that we just tasted were from the Nat Seco line. And there's plenty of value-based sticks out there from other companies. I challenge you to go out and, and do a similar experiment, see what other brands are out there. But let's talk a little bit about what Nat Seco has done with the value-based concept and understand there's a lot to offer here and you guys have many different lines and this has been kind of something since the 60s that the entire company has based its whole concept. The whole business plan is based on creating a value-based cigar for the everyday smoker. Yep. So um, originally in 1965, there was two lines. There was the original Rejects that we tried, the second cigar that we tried. There was the Natural and the Maduro. Uh, we also have the Candela and the Natural Maduro Aromatic. And we also have It's a Boy and It's a Girl for special perfect. occasions, you know, you, someone's having a boy and girl, it's a perfect gift. Yeah. So um, those are the two lines. Uh, actually, the second line is Jamaican Rounds, the red red box, red band. Um, we have, I want to say, four different, four different lines of the Jamaican Rounds, uh, Natural Maduros. Um, but the whole concept with the company is to value-based. make value-based cigars Correct. for the everyday smoker and the hitting that price point below you know the seven to eight dollar range yeah and um you know not trying to break the bank on anyone that's what we're trying to go after with this and um yeah we've expanded to um from daily sticks to premium cigars too so you're in both both markets you got premium long filler tobacco you have the hhb you have the nat seco line you have epic now on board there's plenty for everyone yep and the company is obviously making quality cigars for all of us to enjoy. I think this was super educational for me. I learned the term picadura, (laughs) just essentially means mixed filler. Well, and and what's what's interesting and, you know, over the years of getting to know Arthur and know a little bit about the Nat Seco brand, I mean, they were the original rejects. I mean, companies in the last 10 years, five years of, you know, are coming out with the factory seconds, rejects, things like that. Nat Seco, National Cigar Co. has been doing it since 65. And and now they're they've got super premiums, which are, you know, the Nat Seco 1965 rated last year, number 18, top 25 cigar aficionado. The HHB. You asked. You were going to ask me a question earlier about the uh, uh, what's one of the most sort of underrated cigars in the premium category that I've smoked, and we didn't get to touch on that earlier. Yeah. But to answer that question, and you know, I I feel a little bit. Um, I don't know what the term is, but you know, obviously, I'm I'm working with Nat Seco with with Sander Greg, but one of the best cigars that I've smoked in probably the last year is the Nat Seco 
HHB Gold, which is their Habano. It's premium. It's all been rated, long filler. All long filler. All been long rated filler. 91 Cigar Aficionado. It's it's one of the best cigars I've smoked in the last rated year. Rated a 91 in 91 Cigar rating Aficionado. Cigar Aficionado. So you right. that's your vote for most underrated, underrated premium cigar. cigar. Absolutely. HHB. Yeah, the Gold. HHB Gold by Nat Seco. Wow. It's if you and I've I've you know put a lot of those in people's hands and a lot of retailers in the last you know few months and uh, everybody has been extremely impressed. What's and that, the price and that point cigar on that one? is, is uh, under eight dollars. Under eight bucks. Under eight bucks. Yeah. yeah. 10 count wow. box fantastic cigar so uh, if you can get your hands on it try it. you you won't be disappointed and, and i don't i wonder where i can get one know. of those <laughs> i might know a guy <laughs> all right perfect we know a guy hopefully you know a guy too otherwise you can go online yep. anywhere you can find him i appreciate it gentlemen thank you for one going through unbanned or setting up a blind taste testing of all these different value-based cigars answering some tough questions right yep. is it premium right. is it not is there where and when we hopefully answered a lot of those questions for you leave a comment below if you're on youtube if you're listening to this on our podcast platform we appreciate it. we're on spotify and all podcast platforms and you know where to find bovida bovida inc we're on facebook instagram and twitter we hope you learned something today and thank you very much for joining us thank you gentlemen thanks Cheers. rob thank you.